Hello and welcome to another 1905 podcast. First of all, I would just like to remind you that we're going to have a bit of banter. We are friends, we have got beers and we might swear. So if that's not your cup of tea or you're maybe a bit too young to be swearing, you might want to get a parent involved or switch off. (laughs) (laughs) Now now that's out of the way. Tracy, how are you? Hello, I'm well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. Um, obviously, I'm joined today by Ash, who's just done the welcome, and Jordan is in the house also. Hello, Jordan. Hello, you all right, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Very, very good. Good. Well, I want to kick off by saying we were originally going to talk about the uh, Carabao Cup game against Spurs, but we've decided that because we weren't thumped 6-1 by them like other teams this weekend, we actually don't need to. It went to penalties. It was luck <laughs> of the draw. Let's not bother talking about it. Agreed. So we are going to steam straight into the 4-0 against Palace on Saturday lunchtime, which was a lovely way to start our weekend. Um, and then we're going to talk about um, also deadlines A and uh, some other bits and bobs while we're here. Um, so... If we're going to kick off, uh, six changes were made from the West Brom game. Um, how did you two feel about the lineup? Ash, do you want to go first? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think for me, I think I said it in, in one of our, our group chats. Um, I think the back five really picked itself. I did think the only the only maybe swap you could do would be Reese for Dave, but having looked into Dave's numbers. Um, since he's sort of been back in that that right back slot, I can understand why why we went with him. Um, I think our centre backs picked themselves because there was a few question marks over personnel staying, going, etc. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe the inclusion of Hudson Adoy um, was possibly influenced by the rumours and stuff as well. I know I know Frank said no, you know he's in the team on merit. But I can't help but feel, okay, we're missing wide players and he's a wide player. Um, But I just can't help but feel there was possibly another influence there. Um, Giving him some game time, you mean? Yeah, well, yeah. And also showing him that he's going to play. Yeah. Um, I think the other question, we do seem, in order to get the best out of the players we've got available and the players that we now have in the squad, I do think 4-2-3-1 might be looking more and more like Frank's preferred lineup. I'm not saying we won't play 4-3-3. So I think those six changes were expected. That six Was that six changes from the last From the game? West, yeah, from West yeah. Brom, yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. We... Um, we 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 got a new goalkeeper since then as well. Yeah. So, so that was yeah, a good I, <laughs> I, I was quite I was quite happy, quite happy with the lineup. Um, the How one about you? Thing, oh, sorry. sorry the, the one thing I didn't say was I I, I don't know if if Werner on the left is going to get the best out of him. In my opinion, in this team, yeah. but, I agree with that, Werner definitely. Were you happy overall, Jordan? Yeah, I was. I was really happy. I think, like Ash said, I, I don't want to sound like a parrot, but. You know, Aspi or James at right back, and I think the rest is definitely how it should start. I do think Tamori and Zuma throughout the rest of this season um, are going to uh, sort of battle for a place alongside Thiago Silva. Um, obviously, Chilwell playing left back as well. Um, 
How did we feel about Mount not starting? I think he needed a break. I, 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 I do think he needed a break. But I just, like, what annoyed me is, I know we always, like, link back to socials or whatever, but that's, you know, that's what we're on. So, but the 4-0, he wasn't playing, he got rested. Oh, we won 4-0 and all of this shit going around about, oh, here we go, we've won now, he's not on, all this stuff. Yeah. But it's just like, he, does, he doesn't deserve that. And no, he could have easily not... been in that side and it still exactly. it still, still would have gone the same way, if not better. So, you know, I can't wait until Southampton after the internationals, providing we don't get any injuries. Um, and he'll be back in the squad doing what he does the best. And that's playing for the badge. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dare, dare I say, I, I, I actually think Mount is probably better in that wide left position than, than Werner is. Um, that's nothing against Werner, but I think just that press from the front, and obviously we'll come on to the tactics against Palace. And and Werner's pressing is good; his energy is very high. But um, but I think with Werner and Mount being asked to play in that position, it's a little bit of a square peg round hole situation. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. And I think I think most people watching uh, that game on Saturday uh, pretty much agreed that Werner is best placed. Uh, as a as a number nine, almost really, isn't he? Like stick him up front. Mm. And, I feel yeah. I feel with that is like him playing left wing. I, I know you know we've he's done it in the Bundesliga and that, but you got to think that the defenses in the Premier League are complete different to Bundesliga. He even said that as well in his first game against Brighton that he you know he's come up against these beasts that he's never come up against before. And yeah, I just, and we I need him to get in and behind, too. don't we? Really, I think. Yeah, it's it's not it's like it's not doing more gloom. He's he's still taken to the league, and he's only going to get better. But I do feel like when Pulisic and Zayesh are back, hopefully after the international break, I do find I will well I hope we find that he'll uh, he'll start playing up front more, which is nice. I think yeah. that's, I think him playing left wing is only down to you know the players that we have. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's had to moment. have been chopped and changed because Pulisic yeah, and Ziyech were both out. So yeah. realistically, um, with Callum only just sort of coming back in, there, you know, there's not an awful lot of options, is there really, in the, those positions? Yeah, um, for sure. I would say in the first half that we had plenty of chances. We had seven shots and only two on target. And I felt like we were trying to walk it in the net a bit which was a slightly frustrating given how many chances we actually did have. Um, yeah. But the defence did look more settled and composed. Mendy didn't have an awful lot to do in that first half. Uh, no. Silva looked like he was organising and very much back to his leader-like self. So can we say that the defence and the settlement and the composure was down to Silva? I, I, I feel so. Um, I think with Thiago Silva, obviously, you know, he had a bit of an edgy start or whatever and all that. But, you know, this game, I, fa- I found that him he calmed down uh, Zuma a lot. Um, he made the most clearances out of anyone on the, in, the, in the game, which is nice to see <laughs> us make clearances, definitely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chris is going to yeah. be so happy as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even, Zoom, even Zuma as well. Like, you know, he made out of five aerial duels, he won four, which is amazing. Yeah, that's good. So, like, you know, 
getting it on our nut and we're glitting it out of the box and if in doubt get it out like yeah. it doesn't matter where it goes if it goes in rose it is what it is it ain't in the back of our neck I remember Zuma I mean? doing that at one point just putting his foot through it on yeah the throat. exactly exactly it was nice yeah. to see I think um what was interesting looking at the way that Palace set up was they 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 weren't they weren't really going with a high press at all. Um, their forwards dropped back, and they were definitely all about a low block, which I think is why we had so much possession first half. Um, yeah. But also, I think that actually gave our backline a little bit of confidence compared to West Brom. I think West Brom were, were actually quite um, pressing quite high up. Yeah, yeah, they did, and I think that startled us a bit. Yeah, did it. You know, Silva made an error under under pressure, a little bit of pressure. Um, But against Palace, they 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 weren't pressing as high up the pitch. So actually, Silva had a chance to get his foot on the ball, and and make those passes. Um, Definitely. I mean, he he completed uh, what was it? I think it was ninety eight percent of his passes. Uh, Sorry, no. yeah, 98% of passes he completed, um, or 97 point something, which is 112 passes out of 116. Of those, 74 were forward, and 11, oh. 11 were in the final third, and they all found a man. 11 out of 11 successful passes from our centre-back in the final third. Now, that's, just, that's a sign of his class and composure. Um, and I think that was partly to do with how much possession we had, which in turn comes from Palace, you know, deploying that low block. And it builds and, some confidence when you're on the ball in, yeah, in that, in that exactly, sense. Of course. Exactly. And, and like Jordan just said, it, I think that improved Zuma. Like he, he, yeah. it, he, he had a 94% pass completion rate, 98 out of 104 passes. Can I just say as well, I watched the game with uh, my son, Luca, and yeah. he said Hello, to me, <laughs> he said Hello, to, Hello, son. Um, He said to me um, that he felt watching uh, Silver in that game in particular was the first time he felt like John Terry could have been back on the pitch, where every time he got the ball, the look was forward, not sideways, not backwards. It was forward. And he said he felt the same about Ben Chilwell. And he thinks that that's how that worked so well, because we weren't looking to escape. We were looking to attack. Yeah, exactly. Between him and Zuma, uh, they made nine clearances. So yeah. this is much better than uh, much better and, than uh, what we have, uh, have seen recently. Definitely, I think the other yeah. thing that was very clear and apparent was Silver's reading of the game. Definitely, um, because there were a couple of times I remember where the ball was played into feet in our defensive third, and he stepped into the challenge and intercepted, or, or when someone was dribbling at him. He was positioned right. His body was positioned right, and he made the tackle, like a standing tackle. You know. Yeah, yeah. I feel. I think as well. Um, it just goes to show that actually, it doesn't matter who you are when you come into the Premier League and <clears throat> you come into a side and you've not faced opponents quite like the ones we've faced so far. Uh, it does take time, and I feel like he is finding his feet and. Mm-hmm literally did against Palace, I think. And let's be fair, uh, Palace are a bit of a bogey side for us. Um, And Zaha is usually quite unsung when he plays us. So the fact that uh, everyone was quite subdued and quite quiet for the majority of the game, I think that was down to actually how we set up and how how they were mentally going into that game. Yeah, and we, we spread the ball wide as well. Um, yeah. Back. And Zaha's playing more central at the moment. And I think that probably helped us in a way because For sure. I, I think our, our centre-back, Zuma and, and Silva, had the most 
possession in terms of time on the ball out of any Chelsea player. And just behind them was Aspilicueta and Chilwell. Aspilicueta yeah. was on the ball for 9% of the game. And yeah. Chilwell, 8.5%. So, like, I think by having Zaha maybe more central, we've then, you know, been better at moving the ball out wide. And then I suppose we can we can then start talking about how the fullbacks did. Yeah. Well, at first, before you do, uh, Jordan, I just want to ask you, uh, based on that performance, does Silva and Zuma deserve to be the constant centre-back partnership? Definitely. Definitely. I do think that, you know, it would be a nice sort of change over between Tamori and Zuma now uh, he ain't gone Tamori yeah. well, obviously we're going to move on to that but them two them two swapping and changing not obviously all the time because ideally in a defence more so yeah you want to keep that consistent we don't want to keep chopping and changing like we did last year Cause... Yeah, I think we said that in the last pod as well. We were saying yeah. that actually the defence needs to be more settled. You can't yeah. build a side on an ever-changing back. Especially in the Premier League, like you yeah. have to be consistent. And if they're if your players are fit, there should be no and and they're playing okay and they're not causing an, a, a ruckus behind scenes, then that that's yeah. what should be happening. Should be consistent, mm. staying the same because. Yeah, that's that's how you're gonna win. Look at Liverpool. I hate to talk I, about I, that, yeah. but they didn't change well, yeah. hardly, hardly ever last season. And look what they did. So I'm not saying. Although they did get one seven two yesterday. Yeah, but... yeah well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're right. Though. That that consistency at the back will help us definitely. I think hopefully, we can now build on that. I think the other glaring obvious thing for me out of watching our centre backs play was it it, it made me realise out not that. I, didn't realise before, but it made me realise see it in the flesh, the flaws that actually Christensen still has. Mm. And yeah. I'd, I'd, I think we'd all hoped Christensen would have kicked on by now yep. and really kicked on. But seeing how Silver and Zuma performed, I think you, you, you start to realise what's lacking from other people. Yeah, I think the nice thing that we do have is um, I would 100% say Silver and Zuma now deserve to start as many games sure. as possible. Sure. With the with obviously uh, something that changing with Tamori, I would say. But actually, either way, so if Silva or uh, Zuma is out, I think Tamori could step in and, and fill the boots of both of those because I think eventually that's going to yeah, become sure. kind of a reason that's going to be able to interchange and, and work seamlessly. But I think that Tamori obviously needs some games. But yeah. we will have um, uh, uh, FA Cup coming up and there will be chances I believe Um, and I think actually that's the beauty that we've got now is that actually we have got um, another player that can come in so if if something does happen to either of those two we can confidently put someone else in that position and not be shitting ourselves sure Uh, I'd love to see this I'd love to see the exactly same defence against Southampton yeah I mean like we say I think as well with Dave and um, Reese, I think Another two that can be interchangeable. And yeah. if Emerson is going as rumoured today, then Dave's going to probably be on call for right and left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So actually, I think Reese probably is likely to start and Dave is going to kind of take a bit of a back seat, but be positioned wherever he needs to be at this point. Sure. And I yeah. think Captain will be happy to do that as well. I'm, I'm really yeah. happy with the, the depth we've got. Yeah, me Definitely. too. Actually, and like, I... it's not—it's not such a worry like it was last year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But last yeah, year, I we think... was like, "Who is it going to be?" Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think the ca- fact that Callum obviously hasn't gone, which we will talk about, I think is um, it's going to be huge for him. I think yeah. this is now his time, and if he doesn't want to step up and take it, then that's up to him. I think we all want now. to see it. We all want to yeah. see it. One yeah. final thing on Zuma, if I if I may. Yeah, um, go on. Was one thing that really stuck in my mind, and if anybody wants to go back and look at uh, you know the highlights, was how he celebrated every goal. Yeah, um, obviously one was his, but. He just really looks like a dressing room player. Like yeah. it, look, it looks like everybody loves him. Yeah. And that is I one think he thing. Is happy by name, happy by nature. I oh, think definitely. That he's, got, he's got an amazing smile. Yeah. He? Yeah. He's got an amazing smile. But I, I just, I love seeing that, you know, even when it's a penalty, he's he's there slapping everyone oh, in the arse. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, he's absolutely all over. And I actually love that about him, that he's so into the game and, and just wants everybody to do well. And I think he is that sort of player where he just wants to be able to, you know, give someone an arm or give someone a slap mm. or, you know, congratulate everybody. And I actually think that that's really nice for, uh, I think, this current crop as well. Like There seems to be a, a nice bond with everybody. Definitely. And there's been this spoken about some things behind the scene. I have my opinions on who I think that might be, but I don't think it's the current crop that are actually the ones we're a bit more worried <laughs> about at the moment. No. If you want me to be honest, <laughs> two in two and in two for Zuma le- as well. The, yeah, I was just sorry, yeah. mate. I do apologise. No, no, it's sort of we're yeah, all thinking, mate. Two in two the for the boy. Let's get it. He's, he's trying yeah. to chase Terry, isn't he? Trying to have it. He <laughs> is. <laughs> I want him. I want him to do his absolute best. <laughs> Love to see him. But isn't it interesting uh, that the goals are coming from? All around the pitch now, particularly. Yeah, it reminds me of when like Kiel, Ivanovic, Terry, like. Literally, yeah. I can't remember what game it was. Now I... I swear it was like pretty sure it was like KL assist. No, Ivanovic. No, KL assisted Ivanovic or something like that. And it's like twice. Like I can't remember what game it was. I'll have to look back at that. But I, I used to love them times where you didn't know where the goals were going to come from. That's what we need. And know? I yeah, and I actually said that the last pod as well with Chris, where I said I think actually that's going to be one of our strengths is that we're not going to be relying yeah, it takes pressure off on any. Doesn't it? You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're suddenly looking better at defending corners and attacking. And with without yeah. pressure, you know, players won't have an enormous weight on their shoulders and they could sort of play like that free role in their head to get into the game let's say and not have that burden on them that we've seen uh, recently and, like yeah. last year and not what's going on behind them because if that's going to continue to be built on and it's going to be more composed and settled yeah. then actually you're less worried about what's going on behind you and you've got the confidence to go and attack exactly. something so exactly. yeah I think it's I think it's all looking very positive and sure. considering um West Brom, we were a little bit shaky and thinking that was a bad result. I'm not sure it is after the weekend results, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, uh, so far this season. Yeah. And how about Chilwell? He also was very composed, very calm. He's bombing forward. He's depend. He's defended, which is amazing. Exactly. Um, impressed. Were you impressed? I, it, it, was, it was nice to have that sort of oh, comfort in knowing yeah. that if he is caught out of position, and he was, he was a couple of times, um, he has the ability to get back and, and he will chase back and he'll put all of his energy into it. And I, I really like that. Um, yeah, me too. It was his, that was his 100th Premier League game, I think. Or his, yeah. yeah. 100th first Premier League one, game. Yeah, first debut first from Chelsea. Yeah, and he banged a goal in. And yeah. he, put, he put his laces through it. Yeah, he Oh, he large, did, didn't mate. he? 
no yeah around, no mucking no. about if i think he's done that before you know yeah, <laughs> but he's, he, he is the first chelsea player to score on his premier league debut since 1997 yeah uh, sorry english yeah. chelsea player, yeah i think Paul yeah Hughes. yeah yeah Paul yeah Hughes, yeah yeah, twenty-three. He made three taken. interceptions. Yeah, he made yeah. three interceptions in that match as well, which is uh, the be- one of the well, the top out of all the players, which is amazing. He was he's solid, just, wasn't he? Just, well deserved. Uh, just, yeah, his passes. I think the other thing we need to give sorry, Jordan. The other thing we need to give him credit for as well is he's playing with a player in front of him who isn't natural in that position. Well, the most natural in that position. So quite often, I think we've started to see Werner come inside and then Kai Havertz go outside. And then, of course, if you're trying to build an understanding with overlaps, you know, that sort of is a bit of a stumbling block. But he actually just coped really fucking well with it. Yeah. Um, and he shone, you know, rightly so, man. I think that's going to put a lot of pressure on any team that that come up against our left side. It's, it's going to yeah. give a lot more whip to our attack. And it's just going to cause yeah. them issues because they ain't going to know whether it's chill. Whereas or arguably it is on the left going, yeah. going at them, you know. Well, that's the thing I think as well. I think arguably the left side has been a bit of a weakness now, and um, I think we've just kind of shored that up a bit. And yeah. like we said, yeah, Chilwell did get caught out a couple of times, but he didn't let it happen too often, did he? Uh, and he did make sure he got back. And the fact that he is. Or he's come in with such a plum, I think, is amazing because mm. I mean he's only just back from injury as well. You could forgive him for being a little bit, bit more rusty. hesitant, yeah, yeah, and and hesitant, and you know a little bit unsure and not wanting to aggravate anything. I mean, he's been quite open about his um, injury and saying that it is easily aggravated and he does need to be careful. Well, I wouldn't have said that watching him against no, that no. game. I think he just naturally did what he does yeah. and. He doesn't seem to have been affected by that mentally, which yeah. is great. Which means he can really, really build on yeah, that. Sure. And if if this is something beautiful in our um, defence, then I'm yep. all for it. Yeah, I liked his comments after the game because he was saying that um, you know we're, we're starting now in training. They're all starting to get a feel for each other, and and the, the patterns are becoming a bit clearer. Yes. Um, and that's good to know. You know, if, if the only way is up from here, then. I'm, I'm really pleased with that acquisition at left back. The only thing I do want to say about that interview after the game was what a stupid question was he oh, asked about his head. I was so <laughs> embarrassed for that woman because why on earth? That's like asking a woman if she only watches football to look at the men. She's literally gone there with the most ridiculous question you could have ever have asked a footballer who's just been man of the match in his debut for Chelsea. And that was the one question that she felt she needed to ask. I was yeah. very embarrassed for her. And she said, it, she said it was the question on everybody's lips. Yeah. I don't think it was on anyone's no. lips, to be fair. No, it wasn't. No, don't think it was no. on mine. <laughs> Definitely wasn't on mine. But, um, but what, what, was, what was interesting, um, just from a tactical analysis point of view, um, with our sort of, I guess, systematic press, I don't know if anyone else picked up on this, but every time Palace had a throw-in in their own half, Chilwell dropped back into the back line, Kante, Havertz and Werner all pushed over yeah. in, a, in a systematic press. And I don't know if you noticed, but every time Palace had a throw in their half, we were on it. They they had no option but to go. That's what you love to see. And yeah. then we had Silva and Zuma. And I thought that was, that was, for me, that was the first clear sign this season of a training ground. You yeah, know, for sure. Effort. Definitely. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, 100%. And also the set pieces as well, we were so much better at. Mm. Uh, you've moved me nicely as well, Ash, onto Kante, because I felt like yeah. Kante was back doing Kante things. And yeah. I love to see it where he's just everywhere, doing what he needs to do, never a fuss, just cracks on. And d- d- is him is him kind of late? He was a bit deeper. I don't think he kind of went wild uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Does yeah. that help shore up the defence? Definitely. Yeah, I, I think, you know, again, we're looking at that four-two-three-one. that what people would call the double pivot. I don't know how I feel about that, but the two defensive midfielders um, can take it in deeper because of, you know, because of the formation, I think, and because of the type of players that we had there. But also, I think, with the likes of Zaha playing central, he didn't get much time on the ball because he knew he had Kante on his heels if Kante wasn't goal side of him. Yeah. And then he's running into Tiago Silva mm. after that. And I think that, that definitely... I think it helps. Definitely. But... So, so if that's the way we're going, where you think we're going to do um, the double pivot, as you yeah, call I it. Yeah, I think we'll still see 4-3-3 um, three, three when everyone's back fit. Oh, you do? Because I was going to yeah, say, I think we'll see a mix of he kind of regain, regains his place on the most part now. I think he would work in uh, central in the 4-3-3 three, three and in the 4-2-2. Two, two. I, I can't see a better player there. Yeah. You, know, you build on what's working and him in front of those defensive players it's funny because i think me and james in the last pod said we really wanted to see kante mount Havertz. yeah yeah i think that would work but i and my, my my one worry about that is, is Havertz, and i mean we can come on to him in a bit yeah um in terms of you know square peg round holes getting the best out of people which is why i think four two three one is probably going to be here to stay um not necessarily all the time but i think we're going to see more of it mm, interesting uh burner should yeah. we move on to him um, he always seems to work so hard, doesn't he? Even if he's not scoring, which he obviously he's only scored against Spurs now, even though you love to see that. Um, I feel like he he's being um, without the goal still. He's still so hard working. I mean, he's back defensively. He's got he literally is all over the place, and I think he does exactly what is needed of him at any given time. He just needs a yeah. bloody goal, doesn't he? <laughs> he, de- he got a goal. He, obviously, I know it's not the Premier League. He got a goal, obviously, against Spurs. But I do think he needs to to break the duck in the um, in the Premier League for sure, man. League, for sure, yeah. you know that's the, that's the longest longest competition of it, and I think that will help him massively if he does so. And going back to what Ash said, Jordan, do you think that maybe if he's not played on the left, that there'd be more chance of seeing a little bit more yeah, of that? Yeah, for sure. I'd, in my opinion, like, I'll go back to what I said earlier, when when Pulisic and, uh, and Zayesh, obviously I know we saw a little bit of Pulisic against, um, at the end of Crystal Palace, but I've, I feel like when he's back, I do think Werner will be up front and then that's where he's going to be all guns blazing. I do think that, you know, the only reason why yeah. he's getting played on the left, and yeah, he has played there in the Bundesliga, but like I said earlier, completely different defences and he he's still mm. trying to adapt to this league. He isn't, he, he you know, he's only did, what, the fourth game in it was and he's still young and he's still trying to get his head around it and he will get it. He will get it. Yeah. I think I think despite the goal, so I think he works so hard, and actually yeah, that's sure. a, it. Reminds me a bit, dare I say, of Torres, where off the ball and on the ball, he's working really hard. He is just waiting Definitely. for that goal at the minute. Yeah, but I I do think Werner's got a slightly different mentality, and I think me and Jordan yeah. we were talking about this the other day, weren't we? Um, in that he just 
I don't think a little goal no. scoring drought will bother him. He doesn't no. seem that sort of player. Um, but the goal against Spurs did come from he yes. was in a more central position. Yes. And it was an instinctive finish. Um, I think the other thing that sort of not worried me, but was after 30 minutes of just basically pure possession, we decided again, whether it was the player's decision or the coach's, we decided again to switch the wide players and put Callum on the left and Timo on the right. Now, I think yeah. we get even less out of Timo over there. So, you know, and it, it didn't work. What do you I guys think? I think Lamps is, try, Lamps is playing the career mode with Ribery and Robin. Try, try. <laughs> Robin and Duff. Robin and Duff. I was thinking Fort Chelsea, but uh, yeah, still Robin and both. You know, but, uh, I think he was looking for that cut in, but I don't know. Maybe he was trying to confuse the two um, fullbacks for them, but I don't know. Like, uh, uh, yeah, like you mm. said, for me, obviously Cho can play left or right. For me, it's either yeah. up front. Maybe left sometimes for Werner. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. Yeah, uh, I agree. He's an amazing player. I'm not being funny, but if you put him on a Sunday league pitch, he'd probably play in goal. But I just mean in terms of there in that team, <laughs> he doesn't need to be on the right. But that so he won't. That won't yeah. happen. Yeah, I, I, I do. In, in... I don't. I, I, no, I, I don't think any Chelsea fan is is. Upset what? with with Werner. I hope moment. they're not. Think in terms of his like, like Tracy said. No, like Tracy said, like the yeah, the work rate. Sure. You know, when Pulisic came on, I think we we were defending. I can't remember if it was a, a corner or a free kick. We were defending, and we turned the possession over, and uh, Pulley broke with the ball in our half. He took on maybe two players, dribbled past them, and then played the ball down the line, and Werner just put the boosters on. And was just yeah. chasing down, and we. Were, this must have been seventy fifth minute, and you know, fifteen minutes from the end, he's he worked hard, and he still got the burners to get past their full. Yeah, it's like he doesn't know when to stop, which I love. Yeah. I think he bunny, just... isn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and how about Havertz? How did we feel about him, Jordan? I I, 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 I love him in the number ten role. I really do. Obviously, uh, you know, yeah, we talked about it before uh, Barnsley. And obviously, you know, we were playing him out of position and that. He got his chance at Barnsley, number 10, scored a hat-trick. I know he didn't score the other day, but he just, I just, for me, stood out. He was causing Palace issues. Yeah, it's again, work it's rate. work rate. And that's, what we, that's yeah. what we needed. And this is why we've gone and got these players, because... It doesn't matter if they're banging a goal in or an assisting or their off-the-ball work rate is massive and that is what we need yeah. to break down teams. Yeah, yeah I agree. And actually, I think that... Um, I, I think he's going to be... Uh, well, Frank even said, I think after the game, he said, like, I can tell. Havertz is going to be a great player for this club. I can tell. Now, if Frank Lampard's instinct is telling me that, oh, I am exactly, obliged to, to exactly. agree with him. Yeah, I think I said that. I honestly feel we need to build a team around Havertz. I, I honestly think he's yeah. that good. Um, yeah, we're deploying him number ten. I would say he made fourteen loose recoveries that match. Yeah, that's massive. And he's he's he's, he's that's a lot for a player is, in that position. Gonna, it's just going to be potent, mate. Like, I just can't wait. Like, well. What was interesting is even though he was number ten, his heat map showed him 
playing wide most mm. of the time rather than central, which I think means that we've got him as number 10. But I actually think he's been given a bit more of a free role with freedom. And I think having Kante behind him um, with Jorginho, they recorded, I think, five yeah. interceptions between the two of them. I think just having that sort of extra layer of protection behind him gives yeah. him that freedom. And then, like we've said, we've got Werner, who's drifted inside a bit. Um, we, we've got those wide forwards trying to find different spaces. And I think he's then sort of when I think he reads the game really well. I think when what, any of those players come in central or it's too congested, he's going outside out, out wide. But what I do really like about Havertz more than anything is I almost feel like he's the only player we've got that really plays between the lines. Like he's really always making that space and looking for that ball um, with then a layoff or a pass down the line for the fullback overlapping or whatever. Um, I, I really rate him. The other interesting thing is he's obviously quite a tall lad. He won Love four it. aerial jewels, and yeah. I can't remember last time we had four an attacking midfielder. Yeah. Yeah. Even when he was going to win, yeah. well, I, even when he won the penalty for us, like I, he just did that little flick over Sacco, like. Oh, yeah, was Sacco was like, done, you know, wasn't he? <laughs> like, yeah. Straight over, it's just like that's what we're gonna see this season all over. If he stays fit, I, I can't wait, mate. Yeah. Like, and I know we didn't we didn't really see the the Tammy and Havertz partnership click like it did against Barnsley, but Tammy's pressing from the front definitely helped. I think he he made three successful tackles, yeah. Tammy, from the front, um, turning the ball over, which was the joint highest in the game three successful yeah. tackles for anyone on the pitch wow. so like for, I, I think Havertz with the right forward and the right yes. defensive edge behind him well he's just, that because that really. if he's got someone behind him you know sweeping up the balls that maybe might go past him and and that player up yeah. front his his free role is just going to come yeah. absolutely massive and it's just yeah yeah but, Exactly, and then he's winning headers that you. you nobody's going to put that fucking house. No, Kante or Georgie winning a header, but he's winning those headers. You know, Kante still with... tries though. Bless him. <laughs> oh, <exactly. laughs> so if we move uh, to the second half, obviously yeah. that was much better. We had ten shots, four on target, four goals. That was pretty good going. I think somebody in our group chat—I don't know whether it might have been you, Ash—that said. We are a uh, 45 minute team at the minute. It's either the first yeah. half or it's the second half. Yeah. Well, as proved, we did enough in the first half to keep it at nil nil. And in the second half, then we decided to really go for it. Um, uh, Mendy didn't have an awful lot to do, let's be fair. He did have a couple of saves. I think um, he made, I think there was only one. One, I think. With yeah. his leg. I don't even know if it was on target or counted as a save. <laughs> yeah, I don't but... think it actually did but it, it did kind of happen clean sheet on your Premier League debut in it well yeah. done Edward. oh yeah and my goodness we have not seen many clean sheets in this Premier League so <laughs> far so it was almost an absolute shock to see this happen but you could uh, see that you could see that the clean sheet meant a lot yeah, for sure. and I think that was yeah good. 100% and I think that I think that does help the confidence of the defence too, because when you come out of something like that, people might be saying, "Oh, it's only Crystal Palace." Can I just remind people, Crystal Palace done United three one. I know it's not very much when they also got six, done six one by Villa, it just shows how topsy turvy yeah, season is so far. Not Villa. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Villa were the ones who Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I got so confused by the amount of goals. So many goals. Yeah, so many goals. But. 
it's true, isn't it? Like you can't you can't just say it's only that particular no. team. You cannot no, say that season. anymore. This, this season, literally. <laughs> All tits up so far you for everybody any, at some any point. So team, uh, any Premier League teams <laughs> apart from Fulham, maybe uh, you can't write off on the pitch at all. Like you, you don't, you can't predict it. No, I think, and I well, think they, even Fulham, Fulham, moment, Fulham, Fulham have just yeah, we're, really we're, good yeah, yeah. Though, so. yeah. Um, we'll that, but yeah. Don't make me cry too early, please. <laughs> <laughs> So for the first goal, it was a bit of a scrappy ball, wasn't it? In the way that it landed at Chilwell, but wow, he took it and he he was composed and uh, it, he just stuck his laces for it. Uh, how good was that for him? He I must have been so happy. Could imagine it because you're uh, the, the dream debut, mate. Premier League debut for sure. For uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. And like, I just, I thought it was quality. Yeah, I think, I think he deserved it as well. I think his whole game, I think had he have not got a goal, I think it would have been a bit of a, a downer on his performance in a way. It's almost like he deserved it in the end. So. Definitely, definitely deserved it. I think what's, what's really fucking nice to see is I feel like we come away from results quite often talking about mm. how teams have punished us for our mistakes, whereas yeah. against Palace, we really definitely. punished them for mistakes they made at the back. And that yeah. was, you know, that was, that was love. You love to see it, you know. And... <laughs> For all of Marcus Alonso's thoughts, he does pop up with a goal. Mm. Um, and, you know, I guess that was probably the one saving grace for him in many respects. And to feel like we're getting, you know, do you get rid of that for a defensive left back? Well, no, we've, we've got rid of that with someone who's better defending. And on his Premier League, exactly. he's popped up with a goal and an assist already. So, yeah, which actually was quite important at that time, I think, as well, because we've kind of gone. Uh, you know, with so many chances in the first half, yeah. it could have quite easily been a second half of exactly the same game where we had the chance. I mean, we could have put mm. that to bed in the first half quite easily. And we did. So it started to feel when we went into the second half that this could just be another one of those games where it's not without chance. We're just not finding the back of the net. No, and- we, we got better at, at getting wide second half and putting balls in. Mm. More, and more, balls with a bit more accuracy. Um, yes, and you know our wide players. I think had a lot, a lot to say in in For sure. the pressure on and causing those goals. I think the only thing I will say is um, after we scored, we did we did look a little bit typical mm. Chelsea, where the tide turned very quickly after we scored, and we invited pressure onto ourselves again. And I had that feeling that all that hard work was going to be undone again. Yeah. And Chelsea, we all thought that. Yeah, I was kind of head in hand thinking, hang on a minute, what's happened? Because we were all going forward and now all of a sudden back, yeah. we're on the back foot. Yeah. Why do you think, though, we're reacting so negatively, oh, like almost initially it after just, scoring? It, it almost reminds me of when we used to go 1-0 up under Mourinho and then he used to bring Mikel on. And then it was just like completely slowed the game down <laughs> and just allowed it. But unfortunately for us, whereas we used to live, win one nils all the time, as we were once called boring, boring Chelsea. Yeah, oh, well, I didn't mind it at all. Didn't but mind it. We'll talk, but like, you know, it's it's still still. It, although we had an amazing game against Palace, it's still very scary when that happens. You just, I just don't think what. Don't turn the gas off. Well, yeah, because don't we immediately... Take the foot off the gas. Yeah, yeah I, because we immediately look like we are just then sitting back and allowing them to come for us. And that's not no. a position we want to be in at that point. One one nil is never safe, as you we've know, learned. 
Do you know what I think might have something to do with it? Go on. I've got a feeling that this behind closed doors malarkey is, I mean, with the, the results we're seeing, there's a definite shout. But I think it's a bit more than that. I, I, I honestly think that you look at West, West Brom, okay, 3 0 up after half hour they were. If their fans were there, they're all on their feet and they are not sitting down for the rest of 90 minutes and now spurring them on. Do nah. we come back from three goals down against that with all of their fans behind mm. them away from home? Do we? I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't Do we know. go 3 0 down you know, though with the way supporters? So you could so ask that's the other thing. But then, but then, you know, after breaking down a, a, a pretty like stodgy defence, you know, low block, after breaking them down finally, after putting all that effort in for however long it took us to score the first goal. Yeah, Palace. You know, did, did we just was that just a breath of, of like, oh, we've finally broken through? And, yeah, and then, I mean, it was two you know, backs to four. You know, for a lot our, of the game. Our fans, yeah. our fans, our fans weren't weren't. You know, at that point, we go one nil down, one one nil up. Sorry, after relentless, you know, relentless possession. At that point, we're all singing, we're on the back of the team. We want more. We want another one. Yeah, yeah. And we're cheering every tackle. We're cheering every pass again. But without fans there. You know that's missing, and and do the players okay? There's probably a mental side of it as well, um, in terms of their natural reaction to going one goal up after expend expending a load of energy. But I'm just wondering if the the lack of fans is having more of an influence than we realise. I actually um, think it is because I think some of our results don't happen. I actually don't think we go three 0 down to West Brom if there's fans. No. Um, it, albeit, you know, a small in a way. Oh, they are incredible. So um, I genuinely don't believe that happens. And I think that could be said for much of the Premier League at the moment. I think we're all, we are all in the same boat. I think, um, I don't think the weekend, uh, the no. Sunday results happen like that if there's no. a crowd. So, I would have been very surprised to see um, yeah. six go past United yeah. and seven go past Liverpool. I mean, my goodness, how we have prayed for something like that. And then it happens all in one weekend, one, one weekend after the other. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. And, and the London clubs are the exactly. only ones coming out and our, smiling our this weekend. And, it's, well. it's and normally, normally when our, normally yeah, when, the yeah. team, when the teams we don't like, when, when they get hammered and lose, we we just seem to draw or lose. We don't make the most yeah. of this. So for yeah. us, we 4-0 the same weekend. Yeah. But I, I think the other thing possibly we're looking at is we are Definitely. finding our feet in terms of leaders in the team. Yeah. We had, we had Aspi and Thiago on the pitch, Silva, but, you know, I'm just wondering from the midfield forward, we're still pretty young. And, you know, if we turn off that energy, that high press, we, we, we don't turn over possession quite as quickly. So I'm wondering if we've gone 1-0 up and we haven't had that voice at that end of the pitch to motivate and push them on. I'm wondering if that could be a factor. Yeah, and not only that, I guess even, like you say, energy levels. They pushed and pushed and pushed mm. for an, an entire half. I mean, what was bit, was uh, Ben Chilwell's goal about 50 minutes or something like yeah. that? Um, that's a lot of time to be pushing and pushing without an end result. Yeah. So, actually, it could have been just a moment of let's compose ourselves and take a breath for a minute and then Palace were kind of on us. Thankfully, it didn't last long and we got to... Uh, Zuma's goal. Um, it wasn't long before he scored, actually, that he should have scored already yeah. from a corner from yeah. Chilwell. That was yeah. so unlucky. And I was happy to see Zuma up there and I thought, oh, well, that's kind of his one chance for the game. And then he pops up again from a nicely whipped in ball from Chilwell again, um, which was off the back of a corner for 
sober to sleep like an absolute salmon and uh, <laughs> put it away. Um, he had the other, another bite of the cherry. So I'm looking at that thinking, well, how lively is he at the moment? And are we going to see him growing into his role? We're actually yeah, we're going to expect a few more goals from him this season. Uh, I, I love Zuma. Always have ever since he started. You know, before his injury, when he's when he was with us in 2014, 15, I thought it was I thought it was unreal coming from the French league. He's an absolute beast, and obviously that injury set him back. Went out on a couple of loans and stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Even even Stoke, even Stoke, played all right. And that's the thing; he got given, yeah, he got given some decent loans after that injury, and um, I think. I was a bit worried about him going to Everton. I won't lie. I thought, oh, does this mm. mean we're kind of getting him ready to ship him off? Because um, I don't know how that's going to help his development. Well, yeah. how I'm so happy to be wrong because I think he has come back like a, a beast from a beast. I mean, he's the way he's leaping up for that header is like he didn't do that when he injured himself. <laughs> I know. I was going to start worrying <laughs> about his landing. <laughs> yeah. Hero for from the guy he literally just is this is my moment I'm taking it and you know he's, he's not frightened to still do that and give his all and I think that's a massive part of his game where... you know what? sorry Trace you know what? No, he, no, go on. He, he actually mistimed the header he was yeah, he actually did. he was he was on his way down <laughs> it got, was just because so Sacco was so shit no, I mean his he had got so high up with that jump that even on his way down he was higher than Sacco's jump Sacco's and he just still managed him. to guide it, guide it in. What, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> well, yeah, that was the thing. Literally, sack of shit. Yeah, literally, sack of shit. Decided that he was going to completely mistime it. And he was literally on the floor at the point that Zuma had headed it. So it was like, well, he had no one marking him really at that no. point. And so as, 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 as horrible as it is not to have fans in the stadium, hearing Zuma repeatedly shout, yes, yes. Yeah, when he scores, it was amazing. Yeah, I honestly I love him. I think he's uh, he's going to go from strength to strength, and I really I like the so. fact that he's playing alongside Silver because I think um, I think that guy's got a lot to give, not just on the pitch, but I, I think, think in in the background. I think they could be a formidable centre back partnership this season, and like I've already said, yeah, I think his presence in the dressing room is probably a lot bigger than I realised. I don't know if anyone else, but. but Probably a lot bigger. I do feel. Yeah, no, I think so too. I think he's definitely taken on a role of a like a. He's all about camaraderie and and pulling together. uh, uh, Improve um, Zuma uh, on a vocal level as well. I do think that he's going to learn a lot from Silva. Well, well, French or English? Well, he could talk probably French. (laughs) Yeah, probably (laughs) French. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they, that, that was it. Apart from Chilwell, the entire... like Yeah, Wendy, and then the son made absolute triumph um, up and said, like, Chilwell Chilver. struggled or something. I was like... Oh, let's not talk about let's not talk about ladies and gents other media outlets are available and it's absolute triumph in the 50th minute he goes and bangs one in and then 16 minutes later he puts one on a plate so I don't know what's up with you do you know what? I actually, when I saw that, I just laughed and thought, no, I don't even think whoever wrote that was even watching the game. It no, just was a good agreed. headline at the agreed. time. Yeah. He, he, he made that opinion up before, <laughs> before the game. He made that opinion up and he ran with it. 
Yeah, ridiculous. The only thing I will say is actually, um, I'm wondering with Zuma as well, because although, what is he, 25? He's 26 now, I think. Is he? Um, I, I think as well, in essence, he's a bit of an old head in our side now. Yeah. And I'm wondering whether he's he taking a little bit from that and thinking he's that actually, I'm one of the... Okay. Yeah, I'm one of the oldest people now in this group mm. who are kind of a bit of a mainstay for Chelsea. Um, yeah, maybe this is my time to step up a bit. Yeah, mm. and he's been he's, he has actually been at the club for a few years now. Yeah, you know, yeah, so, he really has. So no, let's move on then to yeah. um, the first penalty that Tammy wins. Uh, yeah. Mitchell caught him awful. Um, uh, so Georgie, cool and calm as always, slotting away. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, ice cold. God, that uh, must that must take so much practice to not look at the ball, to to jump and not look at the ball while he's yeah. jumping, to <laughs> wait for the keeper just to commit ever so slightly. Because I think there was a freeze frame on one of the replays, and he Georgie was up in the air before he kicked the ball and was looking at the goalkeeper, and it was literally that moment he had to decide which way the keeper was going, and the keeper I'm not even joking was only slightly leaning towards one side. To show that he was going to go to George's left. He showed his left. intentions, yeah. But, but but so difficult to read. But then for Georgie to shape his foot and put it. I mean, that is a technique that is very very. Yeah, I won't lie, right? Yeah. His penalties scare the shit out of me. Now, yeah. I'm 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 all for something that clearly works. I mean, let's be fair. What's he missed? Just that one penalty. Yeah, and I and I just think, well, do you know what? It's just it's working for you. Roll with it. But I cannot watch him. I literally yeah. can't watch him because I think the goalkeeper goes the right way. It's always safe. Yeah, look silly, yeah. And <laughs> this is this, this the same with fucking Eden, right? But yeah. Eden's penalties, I never felt the same. I think it's just because there wasn't that jump. But ultimately, they're doing the same thing. They're waiting for the keeper to commit. It does keep he, you on you the edge of your seat. I ain't never gonna lie. Yeah, never looked at the ball. And how nice was it that finally Ian Wright on Match of the Day stepped up and said, Jorginho was the originator yeah. of the penalty in the yeah. Premier League. I think Do his not words tell were, me that Fernandes is the one that... <laughs> love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think I jumped straight into our group chat and said it when he, when he mentioned it on Match of the Day. Literally, and I was just like, "Thank God, finally, we're not seeing like Bruno do a, a an original uh, masterpiece on a penalty." Yeah. Um, no, uh, it, was, it was it was a well taken penalty. I think the mo- uh, the two good things to take away from that is Tammy getting the, the first of all getting the touches in the box. I think you want to see your forward men getting you know having a few touches inside the opponent's box each game. Um, rather than all the build-up play and not actually penetrating inside the box. We know there's going to be a load of penalties awarded this season. We know it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we want to well, take advantage and of with Burner's pace, I yeah, would say, yeah. having uh, see yeah. and Tammy being in there taking some touches is actually going to probably work in our favour. Yeah, definitely. But we, you know, teams need to realise that in, in this day and age, with football as it is, with handballs and with VAR, oh, yeah. you're, you're going to probably get more than you don't get if there's contact or if there's a mistake. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I think the, 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 the really positive thing to take away from that was... was yeah, he made six his, touches know, in the penalty put on the ball. Yeah. Uh, top, yeah, top. Yeah. yeah. Tam, you know, Tammy did have a really good game. 
and no one's really speaking about him. But I, I, I thought he's pressing, pressing from the front. He calls, he calls Palace then, you know, defense six in there. That, that's, oh, that's in my opinion, I, I, it, it brought other people into mm. the game as well. That's what I'm saying. You know, it brought Havertz in. That's that, that, the two of them. I think work really well. But do we? Do we think uh, on the on the uh, flip side to that that the reason Tammy wasn't spoken about so much was because of the second penalty debacle? Yeah, well, we're gonna yeah, we had to talk about that, didn't we? Well, I just feel in my my personal opinion about that was I love the passion that Tammy wants it. He wants to have a goal. I just think he had so many chances to put it away in normal game play that I felt like he shouldn't um, have been having a shop about that. If you, I mean, if, if you, you want to score goals, to score goals. Against Valencia, unfortunately, I was there. You'd think, like, doesn't matter if you're Ross young Barkley. or old, you'd think, yeah, <laughs> that ain't happening again. It should not have happened. And I understand, like you said, Trace, yeah. you know, I can understand the passion and you're no, a striker yeah. and you're hungry for goals, but it shouldn't happen. You shouldn't do that. I think the, no. the, 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 the argument with that, though, mate, sorry, just if I may. The, yeah, um, of, the course, of, the of course, of course, of course. But I still think this that time if you've up. got a designated penalty taker and they are on and they are on the pitch. Penalty taker. He takes, if yeah. he's on the pitch, yeah. Simple as that. I do agree. For me, I, I, it I, should have been Werner because he's my captain in fantasy Premier League. I was really <laughs> pissed off. And that, getting really pissed that off. I keeping him as captain and this yeah, is an I'll absolute game as well. That he is our captain. Yeah. I was going to say. Massive, that... massive hands up for Dave though because Obviously, last season or when yeah, it was no two seasons ago in the League Cup final when Kepper had his little incident and Dave did not do anything uh, for him to actually take that ball from Tammy, give it to Georgie and say it's yours and pull Tammy away was the best moment as captain I've ever seen Dave having. Do you know what? Do you know? I think you're bang right. I think you know we we want to be all about the positives and actually when you break it down. I don't really see a negative yeah. in that situation. Yeah. Tammy's grabbed the ball because he wants it. Wants it, yeah. Right, okay, some people yeah. might say stat padding, whatever. Bollocks. He felt he was going to score. He wants it. That is yeah. what I want to see from a centre forward. Love that, right? So no no qualms on that. Then Dave stepped in. No bollocks. George's on the yeah. pitch. He's our penalty taker. You'll get yeah. a goal another time, right? Yeah. That's, that's what you want to see. That decisiveness, yeah. the captain stepping in, and his word is final. After that, there was no... Tammy walked off. Okay, bit salty, yes. but he walked off. He took Dave's word. Exactly. That's what you like to see. The authority of the captain being respected. Tammy didn't yeah. carry on kicking off. He didn't do a Kepper. He didn't no, carry no. on. No, Georgie, but no one stood up to Kepper. That's the point. No. So then, at that point, exactly. Dave has then, shown his authority in this game. Georgie, Georgie, despite all that, complete professional, ball on the spot, little hop, bottom corner again and do you know uh, what I was? I actually made a note and said Tammy could have so easily well, put him off at that point Valencia because that again, could have caused a ruckus and could have done may and not again, be the kind of, the kind of yeah. again and yeah. the, the third player so obviously players immediately surround Georgie to celebrate the third one to go up and, and, and basically give Georgie a hug and say well done was Tammy Tammy yeah he, yeah. was, he was straight, you know, and, and I think yes, all of those things, definitely. when you break them down, they're all fucking positive. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I did think afterwards, though, Tammy seemed very frustrated and um, 
I think he was taking it out on a lot of things other than the goal. And and I think that's what that's part of his game. That actually, if he's getting frustrated, he needs to turn that into a positive for himself and literally stick his lace through it and and just whack the like the best goal you can. And I feel like at the minute he's a little bit more reserved on that front. Mm. I think he did let his emotions get to him for the rest of the game. Um, but at the same time, if he's that frustrated, the goals are going to come because he, he he's fed up and not scoring. And I think that that's something yes. to kind of for him to grab hold of, but channel in the right way. Yeah, yeah. I think the other side, you know, the other thing that you've got to remember yeah. is he's still young. Mm. You know, um, what is he? Twenty two now. It was his birthday the other day. Yeah, yeah. I think he is twenty two now. So he's he's a year younger than. Calvert-Lewin. Oh, no, sorry. They're both 23 now. But Calvert-Lewin's doing things in the Premier League. And I think to see that that fire from Tammy, like you say, Trace, he needs to channel it right. Yeah. But... I think he will. I think he's just... He, he let it get the better of him, but we were already four up at that point. So, you know, or, or just scored the four and he was getting frustrated. You know, I think he will... He'll learn to deal with that. And I'd, if he's I'd, getting frustrated, that means he's annoyed that he's not doing what he's say, doing. I'd much rather see a striker hasn't scored, frustrated that they haven't scored, than a striker hasn't scored, not give a fuck. Yeah, lackadaisical, round the pitch, not really caring. Yeah. So yeah, overall happy with that performance, weren't we really? I, I, I have no criticisms. None. I think... I think how we're faring so far, um, I think we've had a bit of criticism across social media as expected. But I think um, uh, actually, considering how everyone else fared at the weekend, I'm very happy. I think we're keeping pace. I don't. We're not embarrassing ourselves. And we have still got players to introduce to the team. And we've got a whole lot of learning to do together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But actually, I, on the whole, I'm pretty impressed with yeah. with and I do implore people to remember that. Like, the yeah. rest of this season will not be plain sailing. We won't just go from here and beat everyone. Like, no. there's still going to be results that will upset us. There'll still be performances that will upset us because it's going to take time. Some days everything will click, some days it won't. And yeah. I think the unfortunate thing for us as well was internationals now coming up. I feel like we're getting somewhere to then be held back again. We don't know what the internationals are going to bring. I mean, we've heard that... Um, was it night that Werner has got flu symptoms and he's been kept out of the Germany squad and obviously yeah. they need to fix mm. him. I mean, these things are all detrimental to us as a club in the Premier League. And yeah. it's not just Zayat us. Everybody's... Zayat's been called up. Oh, I know. And and I feel like we've got him fit for international duty and we don't really know what level was at, he's at. I was trusting Frank and now it's kind of been taken out of Frank's hands. And... We need um, we need all of our players who have been called up to international duty to go to like an illegal party and then not play. <laughs> That's exactly what we needed. Should have just all gone together. The whole squad, staff included. <laughs> That's it. They can't <laughs> to Tammy's party. Right. Well, seeing as we've moved on to that, because I wanted to talk about deadlines, eh? But actually, let's talk about the events of the weekend that has resulted in um, Tammy Sancho and Ben Chilwell. Not bothered about Sancho. He's not a player. Um, but the boys not being able to play tomorrow night, the Wednesday now, because um, in my they opinion, were naughty like, boys. What are we saying? Like with the Foden and Greenwood situation. That they'd have a little bit of savvy, and I can understand. Yeah, yeah. You know what I've what we've all heard is that it was Tammy's 
party, but it was a surprise party. He didn't know. But I know you don't care about Sancho, but Chilwell and Sancho knew full mm-hmm. well what was going on. And it doesn't put our club, because it was just yep. literally after the game, doesn't put our club in the correct light. And I feel that I feel that the media yeah, I agree. Get a thrill when Chelsea step in dog shit. And I I re- and I, I just yeah, they feel love like it. as a club, we are so as an good affiliation, as players, staff, whoever it is, if you wear that badge, yeah, like as a professional, stop loading their fucking guns. Stop loading the reporters' guns because it just does not make us look good. And I know they're not mm-hmm. going to listen to mm-hmm. this, but... And, and well, but I know also. Oh, no, I mean, oh, they're just don't. waiting on anything Chelsea related. I won't lie. Mm. Uh, if we all remember the Neil Shipley disaster, like it wasn't yeah, that it was, you know, someone else's player. It was Chelsea Neil. Yeah, and it's like, hang on a minute. <laughs> it's like he's played for plenty of clubs, but exactly. you've chosen ours because that's what's going to sell your paper or make people read your. But. I agree with you, Jordan. I think it, with everything that happened yeah. with Foden, um, Greenwood was it, and uh, also with Callum in the in obviously the well, I, you I, know when I, we were all locked down. Lockdown, yeah. yeah, the allegations. It's like have a bit of savvy. I know, and as you say, actually, I think I would exonerate Tammy from that in a sense because he didn't know that was yeah. happening. But Sancho and Chilwell were well aware of why they were going to be there. Can I just uh, say, I'm, I'm not buying that they are the only two attending that party from the England squad. Mm. Yeah, but don't yeah, you think... That's that what I was out. thinking as well. But don't you think someone at that party would have outed them by now? Everyone loves sending their exactly. videos to journalists these days for a quick buck. I don't know. They got, either way, they've got the same punishment. As um, that have you noticed that literally most of no, most yeah. of the players in the Premier League that have that have broke this? Yeah, they're all English. <laughs> We're the most disobedient country going. I swear, like. <laughs> At the start, wasn't it like getting that bird, getting that bird around for a, yeah, I was whatever you want to call yeah. it? But, oh, I just... <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think there's a, you know the, the, these yeah. kids have got an awful lot of money more than me and you and you know could ever have dreamed of, and they do feel like they're untouchable. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's just that's more a comment on the the modern game than anything else. Um, you know, let's not forget that a young Frank Lampard mm. at an airport made a gross error of judgment. Yes, back in the day, and you know he he's gone on to be the model, yeah. consummate professional from that point onwards. So I I hope for sure I live in hope that that this is a learning curve for those boys. Yeah, learn from their mistakes, and I think actually they've all uh, put out statements mm. uh, in the last twenty four hours to kind of you know. Show their sorriness, yeah. uh, but um, I, I think that actually, dare I say, I don't think not playing it against Wales in a well. friendly is going to bother injuries. them too much. No, it's probably not. what else comes with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. While we're on the subject of England, in a positive light, a small round of applause for Reese James. Yay! Yay! Well done, Reese. You know. 
England having no left backs and four right backs is questionable. Definitely, but I'm yeah. glad that Reese James is one of them and he's he's earned that call up. Yeah, definitely. And actually, I think um, it's been quite tough on him the last two lots, really, mm. because he didn't get called up. He got called up for the under-21s last time, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do think that he has done more than enough to prove himself. So um, I really hope definitely. he gets to have some time over the next three games to show us what he makes. Yeah. I mean, like I say, England have got, you know, a plethora of right-backs. What's interesting for me is a conversation I had with a non-Chelsea mate today about Reese James and his inclusion in England. Well, give them a shout out then. No. Okay. <laughs> they won't listen. They're not Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, but fuck I'll, off. I'll shout out Bo Peep. <laughs> Bo Peep's in the group. Yeah, go on, Bo Peep. Um, but I think his, his versatility to step into that midfield and, you know, people talking about whether we were successful. Okay, we're going to come on to transfers and we weren't successful with, with signing Declan Rice or re-signing Declan Rice, should I say. But I think Reese James has got that ability to step into that DM position. And with Ampadu out on loan, who England might come up against this week, yeah. Um, with Ampadu out on loan, I, you know, I, I like that that Reese has got that about his game. And I'm wondering if uh, Gareth Southgate in the England setup is also thinking that. Well, very true, because he spent all of his time at Wigan doing exactly well, that. No, he, was, he was right back until they were about to get relegated, and then he just bossed the midfield. Uh, and given captaincy, so I think that says everything. Yeah, that's good. Goal of the season. No, good yeah. on Reese. I'm glad he's. I'm glad he's got that call up. Yeah, I hope he gets a chance in 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 in, in either position. Definitely. To be fair, I think actually it'd be nice to see him in an England shirt level, playing for the seniors. Um, going outside of England, uh, just to let you know, Giroud will make his hundredth cap for France tomorrow. Mm, he's killing it. Well done, Ollie. Wow, well done, Ollie. Well, oh mate, what, definitely. What a, uh, like a career he's had though like, such a professional possible. and underrated yeah. absolutely underrated and it's nice that he's still getting called up when I'd he's not getting regular game time against, I think that just shows um, how important he actually is I can't is. see him playing against like well although I still rate him highly as a player and I never will stop that because I think he's a high professional and every single time he's on the pit but I would love to see him against teams like Cranzador yeah, me too and and Teams like teams like not just that, but I, I do not just them, but oh, I, do I think like that's he when he gets a chance yeah. in the Champions League for sure. Getting a run out in our group games, yeah, yeah. I think that, and actually, I think it's only fair to be to be honest because I think it's going to get to a point where we our season now is so heavily loaded. Yes, we've lost the Carabao now, but we're going to be coming up to FA Cup soon, and you know. Mm, yeah, it already feels like well, it, and it already months. feels like it. I mean, we come back after international. We're playing yeah. Southampton, and it's only a few days until we play Seville at home. So, you know, it's literally non-stop yes. now. And I think this is where Frank needs to hone his management and and management of players. And I, and I'm hoping to see that. And I'd like to see Ollie in those group stage games because I think it's going to be his rather, experience as in well. In my opinion, vital. I'd rather And it'll give our players rest. Have a give Tammy and team on Tuesday yeah. knew the hell I'm going to have my team because I've got so many than having last year where it's like... Who, exactly. Who well, Lampard said, isn't it? You know, players from youth level. Like... Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I, and I agree. I think actually for, yeah. for Lampard to have too much choice is better yeah. than to have not a lot. Yeah, um, Premier League's biggest squad now because no one, yeah. no one went out. 
Yeah. Well, no one wanted to leave, so let's get on to that with deadline day. <laughs> um, although, and this is the thing, I do want to point out, I was on Twitter last night having a little scrape around at what people were saying, and um, a lot of moaning how, how boring the deadline day was for Chelsea and how everyone was expecting some last-minute signing. Can I just remind everybody that for years we've been fucking moaning that we don't get our deals done early, that we're bringing in players too late, that we don't get a chance to settle them in our side. Yeah, well said. And, and the minute that we do it, we're moaning that there's yeah. no deadline day drama. Well said. Well said. We <laughs> the can... only thing I will say is that obviously this year was slightly different because there wasn't much of a pre-season that, mm. so the year that we have done it, it is kind of to our detriment because we didn't have much of a preseason. But come on, people, we did our yeah, business no. really early and everyone was dead excited when no one else was doing anything. Yeah, so yeah. Let's continue that excitement through, please, yes. because we we are now five games into the season, including Carabao, or six, are we, with the Carabao? Uh, so basically, you know, we're at a point now where we're starting to gel and build and yes. not bringing somebody else new do in. Know, do you know what it reminds me of? Hushing up. Yeah. English where it's Big like, quiet Twitter, like, you stupid. about the weather? It's like, like, it's too cold. It's like, do I wear... It's like, mate, just give it. It's too yes. cold. Yeah. <laughs> We literally have to moan about everything. And as much as I do love our proper Chelsea fans on Twitter, just turn it in when you're moaning about deadline day being really quiet. Yeah, do one. Yeah. Um, I think as well that actually, but there was a big uh, talking point for us at the end of uh, deadline day when I actually sat up because I felt like I really needed to know what was going on. And I should have been in bed, but I stayed up because the news came that Tamori was at West Ham doing a medical... The, the the deal sheet done uh, for 10 to 11 to come for him to go, fuck off, I don't really want to join you, to be fair. And <laughs> as much as I, I absolutely love it, because who wants to go to West Ham, let's be honest. Uh, but Maury was one of the players I did not want to see go. None now, I'm, I'm trying not from- to get too excited because there is another week where we could do deals with uh, championship he don't and deserve. Uh, I no, don't no, want sorry. To the doesn't want to go He's not going to want to again. Go I just, I, I, I think we were all. I think I, I speak for us three here. I think I speak for you know our close Chelsea friends that we all know. Um, we didn't want to see Feek go to any to anybody to anybody. We didn't want to see him go because we think that he's got a lot of developing to do in this squad this season and we'll get games And won. under Silva especially, if and there's yeah. someone you want to learn from and we exactly. haven't got a John Terry at the club, exactly. it needs to be... And like uh, I said earlier, like, the, the, watching the performance of Silva and Zuma against Palace at the weekend, it made me realise the mm. flaws in... I think if you used Tamori, you'd be it like, didn't, it didn't who do I want to play with? Thiago Silva or Ogbonna? Thiago Silva, Ogbonna. I think I know I'd pick. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> Frank Lampard, <laughs> Yeah. Well, and actually, do you know what? I actually think fair play, if it was his decision to turn around and go, no, thank you. Like, I, I want game time, but this... That something has obviously dawned on him at some point yesterday, 10 minutes to go <laughs> to sign the deal off and for him to go, no, I, I, this is not for me. And apparently that was his words. 
this is not for me. Well, and, I, I, feel, I feel like I should say, like, this isn't anything against West Ham. Um, I reckon, I reckon Rice, yeah, but actually, yeah it's something worth noting. On your bike, lad. Don't, don't come here. It's shit. I'm coming your club next season. Yeah, don't come. Let's don't have come, it. Don't come. Don't come. It's shit. I'll, I'll see you. Ah. Oh, love it. Could you love it. Um, I think as well, though, I think fair play, because actually, if he's deciding to stay, knowing that potentially Zuma Silver is the partnership we're going with and he's got to work hard to, to break that, then actually... Fair play to the boy because this is the sort of shit I want to see from our players. I want players to to want to play and to work hard to want to play. And same with with uh, Cho, if you want me to be honest. When all those rumours came about and and we'd uh, uh, declined a, a seventy mil bid for him, apparently, my my thoughts were: well, if he goes now, that's because he wants to. Yeah. And if he wants to go. Uh, as a Chelsea fan, I don't want him to stay because I want players who Commitment. want to play. Yeah. Yes. So the fact that that didn't happen, he hasn't obviously pushed for a move because he could have at that point, knowing that we had uh, dismissed a £70 million bid for him. Fair play to him because if he's now going to get his head down and forget all this shit with Bayern, the same way that Tomori doesn't want to go somewhere that he feels isn't right for him, yeah, then... No. Get your heads down, get training, show Lampard what you've got, yeah, and definitely. it'll only benefit Chelsea in the long run and themselves. That's, that's how I spot on, that. spot on, Trace. And for anybody that's questioning the ins and outs and the timings of our transfers, whatever, <laughs> dare I say it, trust the process. <laughs> oh, no. Can't advocate that. Can't advocate. <laughs> oh, I just thought I bought some piss. <laughs> right, so uh, Jordan, I think the only other thing you wanted to mention was the Champions League draw. Yeah, I've completely forgotten about that. It feels I'll, like I'll a bloody age say, ago now. Uh, obviously, you know, between um, since the last pod and now, uh, there was a Champions League draw that took place, um, and we hit a group that was I thought was um, not not well. It was an easier draw than I thought it would have been. Consider it, considering the candidates that were there, it's better it, than it could have you, been. You, Definitely better than but, it could have been. Yeah, like, Definitely how, could how, have you, been a whole lot bloody worse. Said, uh, I can see that you're both happy with the draw. Um, I just, I can't. I'm, I'm just really glad that we're in the Champions League mm. again, and I think that was one of the main factors of why our incomings were uh, um, pretty high standard. Let's say. Um. I can't wait to to hear that music again. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, but it's just, I know the only thing we can do it now. It? You might definitely. Jordan, we need to get um, you singing on a pod, doing a Champions League voice. Yeah, uh, so I can do it. No, but on on a, on a Champions League game pod, can you do it for us? Right, just yes. for anyone. No, Jordan's voice notes in on WhatsApp are just incredible. <laughs> he, he can do. Uh, he can do Ole Gunnar Solskjaer like you wouldn't believe. And, um, and his chat 
Champions League rendition is literally yeah, the Champions League song is the one. Uh, <laughs> I think you did it to be one. I've done a, I've done a few, uh, few transitions tra- uh, no, on, on the Champions name. League music. So when we uh, beat Wolves in the last game of the season, I did a video of myself <laughs> pretending I was in the fucking lineup because I was gassed that we got top top yes. four and got Champions League. Yeah. I did also <laughs> do all of the beers went past very slowly because I had a beer. Yeah. Every, um, and I've done quite a lot yeah. of voice notes doing yeah. what I do. But I'm not that. I'm I'm saving that for I'm saving that for Sevilla. Yeah. So. You got to do yeah. one on the pod. You got to do one on the pod, mate. Okay, that first game. Honestly, guys, you don't don't miss the Seville like we'll post match then. It, yeah. yeah, because honestly, you need to hear Jordan. Well, I think we need to do a pod. It can be our intro music season. for the pod. Yeah, and I also think at the end of the season oh, we Jordan. need to get Jordan doing all his little voiceovers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think I think that's big. <laughs> I actually think oh, it'll be a massive hit. You don't. Yes. Don't know yeah. what I'm, you're I'm only I'm only saving that for college, mate. Like, that good, you might get some work out of it. Uh, I know for a fact every single time United <laughs> lose, you have an Italian voice note sent to I want the Gollum one every time, yeah. Oh, t- as long as I uh, and I'm going to be your agent and sell you to buy him for 70 mil, okay? <laughs> I'll take 50, 50, take 50% of the protocol. I'm more go, than happy with that. Go quarantine uh, with 35 milli. Let's go. While you two are sorting out your business plans, <laughs> um, no, I'm happy with the Champions League group. I, I think Sevilla well, they've, are Sevilla they've, and they've had a sure really strong the, start to their Valencia league. So it's of, we of, can't of last year. I right. think they no, I, I think they were like fifth or something, but they yeah, haven't lost. Like they've won two and drew one. Obviously, they were only like three or four games into their league. Um, but obviously, gone. But they're the Europa League Dare record I holders. Say it, you can't push I think them they're aside. the only you can't, I'm a bit scared You of. can't dismiss well, that sort of team. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't really know much about them. Yeah. I love football on a whole, and I do know a few teams. But they're very new club. But I hope... Oh, that, but you know they're going to be just that, that bastard know, team. We, yeah, get rid of that. crush that burden of Russia behind us. And, um, you know, they're only... I, I actually can't believe, you know, they're yeah. only actually... You know, that team's maybe, only 12 maybe years old. I was like... <laughs> yeah, seriously, 2008 they formed. 2008. You know, and... Are they really? And I'm pretty sure. I saw Ooh, earlier. Shit. I think it's yeah. two, 2011. They, uh, <laughs> they, they, so three years after they got into the Russian Premier League. So fair, fair play to them. They deserve it. Oh, I'm hoping. Exactly. I'm hoping Roman's just going to greet some palms or something. Yeah. Like, oh, come I'm, on, I'm, we need. It'd be nice to see. Yeah, yeah, the stadium yeah. looks amazing. Oh yes, um, I think it was Kez Randall yeah, Kez put, put it in, in the group. group. Yeah, that was an amazing looking stadium. It's such a shame and, that we're probably not going to get to actually. And check looking at his yeah. team. I am. Um, I'm not playing. I wish not. <laughs> Well, check as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, mm-hmm. Mendy's, Mendy's doing good so far, so. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's interesting that we've kind of been drawn that. It feels a bit fake, doesn't it? It was either going to be Hazard at Madrid. Well, we did did also another chance. Well, I'm kind of glad it wasn't Madrid. I'm happy with that. But um, I'm I'm just the only thing I am gutted about this is that you know we're Mm. we're not going to have a chance to go to the stadium and went went to the. Mate, to be there. I love it. I went to the. I went to yeah. the. Oh, Champions League season, nights at the uh, bridge. Oh, whether you get to go away or not um, is shout yeah. out to them and happy birthday, Sham as well. Yeah. Also, um, I won't talk about Valencia or Bayern, obviously. Happy oh, uh, birthday, Ajax, um, and that was just phenomenal. And I can actually say that I've Ajax. seen two, four, four <laughs> Champions League nights at the bridge. Uh, the other one being obviously Chelsea Liverpool four four. What a match that was as well, and obviously mm. Lille. You know we secured our our knockout place. Unfortunately, what that happened after that? But it is what it is. You know, at least we we got through the knockouts. That was the start of things. Um, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's game That's by game. That's all we've got to take it. You know, this is a season for building. You know, I've said it before. Yeah. Our signings. The team we are building... It's game by game. Stuff. Just the same as we all say to each other, like, day by day, take day by day. That's what years, we, we want should to win do. That. Don't think about all the other games. It's game by game. Yeah, of course, mate. Of and course. If We've always got a say in the title, party, mate. It doesn't matter whether we win it or not. Yeah. Well, the whole thing about deadlines yesterday, I could just only see everybody fawning over uh, Tottenham and Arsenal signings. That's fine. It's great. They've they've actually done some great business. I don't know how Poch feels about Tottenham and all of a sudden Jose getting all this money. Doesn't but that's matter. Another... Man United too, money. <laughs> yeah, potentially. Um, but I, I love the fact that they've completely overlooked everything we've done. And I, I think I actually said to someone on the 1905 account today who had tagged us into a conversation about I think it was a BBC um, report where they were talking about uh, the, the the transfer market and who's done best. We didn't even get a look in. And um, one of our, I can't remember who he is. I'm really sorry, Steve, but I think it's McLaren. Can't remember, sorry. But he had tagged us in and we ended up having a bit of a conversation. And I said, well, it's just because we've done our business early and they've forgotten that we've uh, we've bought our soon-to-be best players of the league. So let's just leave it there. I love I love people completely downing us and yeah, not being exactly, on our side exactly. because that's when you're yeah, at the best. I knew Simon's already had a few games, you know. That's yeah. Yes. Well, I want to say thank you, guys. This has been amazing. I love the fact we're coming off the back of a really nice win when some <laughs> other big clubs have had some really bad times this weekend. <laughs> love to see it. Uh, it's been great to be able to talk to you about that game, about deadline, about Champions League, and about the uh, Mr. Bainers of uh, some of the players. But, you know, this is yeah. life as a fan and I wouldn't have it any other way uh, thank you for um, yes, of course. doing so, this with me like tonight Tracy guys said, and very, Jordan very I'm going to leave it to you, with you to close listening and all that um, follow us on Twitter Instagram and Facebook don't forget to check out our website www.1905.com uh, also make sure you subscribe to this pod because you're missing out you are missing out I hope everyone has an amazing subscribe week. Leave us some feedback and keep the blue flag flying higher up the Chelsea. See you later.